Chaim HaKeshven. Second of all, we're learning Ayayim Yayim of Yid Aleph Tevis. Okay? We're learning Ayayim Yayim of Yid Aleph Tevis. If I can have your attention. And today is the third class on this thing. We already did it two times. We spoke a lot about Avid, the idea of air. Right? Air is a conductor of life. Air is not life itself. Have we illustrated it? If you have a fire and no oxygen, the fire won't burn. But the fire itself is not the oxygen. The oxygen facilitates the fire. So first of all, you need to have air. Second of all... I do the air has to be healthy. And it's conceivable that the air is sick. If the air is sick, you could live. If there's no air, you cannot live. If the air is sick, you could live, but it's a dangerous life. Why? You can catch all kinds of contagious diseases. This was the illustration. So let's read from the beginning again. And of course, we'll, we'll slow down and we'll focus... On the part now, yeah, that we didn't learn yet. We, I spoke, I told you last week that we discussed the oiciest part. So let's read. In Isle of Tavis, if I pay you, if you can't seem to find the Bashul Michael. It make the terribly brazen suggestion of turning over the page. It may turn up. Sometimes it happens. Dimension, dimensions, Lebed. A person's life is totally in the Mavid Vuergefinsich. Depends on the air, the environment, the environment in which he or she lives. So, first of all, that air you cannot live. Second of all, the air you breathe affects who you are. Without air, you can't live at all. In the Mavid, in Vosfana Avid, Melapt, and once there's air, the particular category, type, level of air we breathe, that's the kind of a life it is. When Melapt in Ateru mitzvahs Avid, one lives in an environment which is the air of Tayru mitzvahs, is the Lebanon Dizunt, it's a healthy life. When men left, alternatively, conversely, if one lives in an atmosphere that's cold, that's heretical, that's not good, is the fakrankat leaven. It's a sick life. What he qualifies. What is the meaning of a sick life? When men is kesedin in gefar, a person is constantly at risk. To become ill, God forbids. With contagious, with sticking. Sicknesses. The sickness is not coming from within me, it's coming from the world around me, but it sticks to me because I don't have the necessary uh, immunity. So one aids is to strengthen the immunity. Other aids is to bring in the EPA, to have a democratic president, and clean up the air. Show my soul. So the Rebbe says, the Anshta for the first and most basic component of the remedy of healing. There are many, but the first is... So Masin Rain Deluf to cleanse the ear. There are other things you need to do, including 
taking remedies and strengthening yourself, but you have to clear the air, purify the air. The Arbit, for Da'ana's Arbit, this function of making the air pure, lays upon the shoulders of those who know Seyfed and know Tatum. How do you cleanse the air is through the letters of the Tera. This is the point I told you last week we wished to focus upon. When you're standing in the starch, oh, I forgot you don't speak English. In the ground, in the you're walking in the streets. When you're going in the subway, for those who don't speak English, subway means the, the train that runs under the ground. Subway, that's the translation of the words. And once the letters, words of Torah, we affect to resist to purify the air. Any person who knows the safer knows Tata. And if you would be a rabbi, you would tell me what's the difference between the two, and I don't know. So you can't ask me the question I already asked. Epis. must have something which he's memorized by heart. So that, as for yet it's sight. At all times, when in yet art in all places, Lord can in tracht and zogenish be able to think and speak the heilige Asias Jebatera, the holy letters of the ten. So the eight that the purifying cleansing of the air is all you see is the letters and the words of the ten. And our boy side, let me talk about it. I, I told you last time that I wanted to talk about Isatera. I want to give you a, a, a simile, another case in point. There's a yet which we've already come across directly or indirectly. That speaks about Chibot Akiva and Kavakela. All those exciting journeys that the Neshama makes before it gets the unbelievable honor, unbelievable honor of being judged and sent. Like they say, with there's a lot of company. Chibot Akiva is when the Neshama is still in the grave. in the grave. Kavakela, the Neshama has been separated from the Gulf, for it's not yet reached to the heaven, so it's in the state of Kavakela. And Kavakela means no place, and no place is not fun. Literally, it's uh, uh, being thrown around like a slingshot, like a, like a, like a, like a what do they expression in English? Huh. Like a ping pong ball, like a, what do they call it? A pool, just, you know, bouncing around. A cool kapakela, the Indian of kapakela. So now, the Rebbe, the Vida has two young yuns of Akiba, Takeva, and kapakela. It's based on Daniel Bain and Kaz, but the Rebbe discovers what is the source for Akiba, Takeva, and kapakela. For Avedis, they go to Gehenim. He was like, Heaven, Kapakela, not for Avedis. Therefore, Tvarim, Betele, Behetev. For things which are not Mamish Avedis, but they're not exactly holy. And there's an eight of the protectors of the Heaven, Kapakela. One of them is to. Forget both of them, but the, the one that's important to us is that one six of the Maslas, which is four hours a day, Mazogin, Oyusias, Atena. You should say words or letters that. Again, the empathy of the letters that reach. It's a bit called Kribbit Of course. Of course. The point is, and there's nothing better than Tilly. The Rabbi called the Koyth Yeshua is for Dovid Amalek. Better than Tilly there isn't. The Koyth Yeshua is Dovid Amalek. The Tremach said, I can do everything. Do I even know how to say Tilly like a simple Jew? The Tremach said, I know how to say Tilly like a simple Jew. And that's not simple. It's only simple in Ireland. The thing is Oysius, right? We we're Yiddinus. Oh yeah. And we know the Yiddish guide has two parts, a Kufan and a Shama. 
The Kufa Yiddish is kind of things we do. And then it's some is how we feel about it, what we experience, what's the feel, what's the neshama, what's the sensitivity of it, sensibility of it. We do mitzvahs, we do many, many, many different mitzvahs. We keep kosher, we keep Shabbos, we make chalot, we eat chalot, but we don't need chalot yet. We do lots of mitzvahs. And then, of course, there's a meaning behind the mitzvah. Each mitzvah has a patai, each meaning has a meaning. We are touched more by the meaning of the mitzvah than the mitzvah itself. We don't necessarily appreciate the physical act of hanging up a mezuzah. We appreciate the idea that a mitzvah, a mezuzah, it guards the Jewish doors, as the Rebbe says so emphatically, it protects you even when you're not in your own home. You have a mezuzah on your door, it protects you. It protects you even when you're not in home. We appreciate the meaning to the mitzvah. The mitzvah itself we don't appreciate. The kuf of the mitzvah we don't appreciate. Why? Because it's, a, it's an act. It's a, in other words, what touches our mind, what touches our heart, is the neshama, is the patayt. One of the aspects of a body of a mitzvah are words. One of the aspects of a mitzvah which, for example, you eat, you make a brachah. You eat, you say, Bifa Samad, and you bench. So, you're thanking Nashem for the foes, you're thanking Nashem for the pleasure, you're thanking Nashem for being satisfied. And then you're saying those words. You know, I used to go on Miftsoyim, and I was, we were kids, we were not exactly sophisticated and cultured, but but I remember the first time I gave someone to read. He took the card from me, and he's looking at the words. I said, you have to read them. He says, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> I said, no, you have to read it. Was, he says, you told me to read the words, I'm reading the words. What do you want me to do? <laughs> it's foreign. Read, Dogamit and Loyal. You want me to say the words? What for? How does it change anything? I'll pay halacha. If you read the words that didn't say, we didn't do the mitzvah. Halacha kli akima sofosav havim maiset. To the lip that's considered a deed or a Michael Zut that's called a miniature deed. Reading a whole day, not saying the words of Apidin Tehdi Shabi Alocha. The mitzvah of Talmud is when you don't sit and read the Maimed, but you say the words. Saying the words, it feels like it slows you down, although it's not necessarily the case. The, the Kedush is in the Oasis. The example of this in the year is Tikkun Shuas. We sit and read all night. People sit and learn about Yamara, Agesh Makesh Tikl Shagasadia, and they go away, Shwas not talking with Akhidish. And some you didn't sit and read little pieces of Tata, just big enough that you tasted every part of Tata, but so minute that you don't enjoy it. Did you ever say take it? say take and take a look at it. It's the most boring thing in the world. It's the first Ipsukma very passion and the last Ipsuk very passion. The first Mishta very Mishta. You can't get into anything. Before you start, it changes the subject. You read a story in the Nakh, I found it interesting. You want to read the rest of the story? It's not printed here. Go look someplace else. And the end of the story. That's thickened. And the koch is, the Rebbe's in them, that we say, the focus of thickened is not the lichtikai, the gishmak, the joy and the light and the meaning and the wisdom of the tater. It's the letters and the words. Why? Because although we as human beings enjoy the meaning of a mitzvah, the interpretation of the mitzvah, the psychological and spiritual relevance of a mitzvah, but the kedusha of the mitzvah is in the words. But this, it's not the ideas, it's the pages. 
added to the body. It's the words. There's something very unique about the oifis. Attacking the Samachov in the back of the Shabbos. That ever man has said once. I think it's a moment of Yoshe. Maybe I'm using the wrong word, but you have to speak to your audience. The words the Abishta gives you. You prepare a class. You say, you want an Ebbe now, okay? You know what I'm saying? We're butchers. Some of us are Some of us are cutting silk. Some of us are cutting flunk. But we're butchers. An Ebbe. An Ebbe. An Ebbe. An Ebbe is a very, very tifa, tifa, tifa. Ebbe is a manch. Ebbe is a manch. So, Ebbe, you speak to your audience. The Ebbe gives you the words. In other words, you hear the ideas. And you say those ideas. But how the ideas come out... And the, 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 the fact of the matter is, as prepared as somebody is, unless they're an actor, which is the kseev of activist phony, but if you're really talking to your audience, and even though you're prepared five times, you're not just giving a performance, but you're saying it, there's, there's a measure of, there's an invariable, there's a measure of unpreparedness. Yeah, hopefully not the ideas, but the, what words come out, and exactly how it's communicated, so the Marash said the words come directly to Matos Ezot. According to Hasidism and Kabbalah, words, which are a necessary evil, or words. Words are nothing. Words are simply as useful as what they're saying, what they're carrying. Like nobody needs cards, and people didn't need to move from one place to another. That's what words are. Words carry ideas from one place to another, from your mind to your heart, from your heart to your mind, and from your mind to somebody else's. The words themselves are nothing. But they communicate something. But it says in Hasidus that these, the useless words, these words that by themselves no value, they're shadish as Or to say it in other words, there's more God in the words of the Tata than in the idea that it carries. So the Rebbe says the way to purify the inner is not the ideas of the Tata, it's not the meditation of the thought, it's the words. And the reason it's the words is because the words are real. The ideas are, are real. They're Gashmias. The ideas are Ruchnias. Ideas are Ruchnias. Ruchnias by definition relative. Like light. Light exists because it bounces off something. The words are the thing of which the light is bouncing. The words are real. And when you, when a yin walks in the street and speaks words of Tatus, says like a Pitotilim, says a Pasakazinu, whatever the case may be, it creates a new reality of godliness which is here and it's here forever. It never leaves the world. The ideas, you know, the ideas change. You try to get smart, you'll change your mind. But the words that you created, the get the words that a yid creates when he says tilim are forever. And you know, at least if you say the words correctly, you create healthy malachim, and as they write it, those are details. The underlying point is words in Kedusha are extremely important. And an example for this is the Babusta controversy about Thomas Alabal. The Rebbe spoke about it in my time. I remember never speaking about it. But way back when, this was an issue of controversy. To, to, to put it in my typically hyper and extreme form, the people who came along and decided they didn't teach Jews about education. But always learned, and they're going to teach the hat maker how to make ads. The, the founders of education are used The father of childbearing is a Rabbinu, it's in Chumash. And they're going to teach us how to raise our kids. I don't mean me. Don't kid yourself. I mean Ruach, Yisrael, Saba, the ancient Mishra, the Snevish tradition of Yidin teaching Tainas that are looking hard. 
pedagogy. In modern and like ways to teach. Pedagog is a word mentioned in Medrash, you should know. I in Medrash. They have all kinds of ideas. So they came along with curriculums. And the curriculums are based on all the new enlightened methods of teaching. Now, don't to understand, there's a lot of chokhmah to these methods. If I can't, it's not an Aveda to take something that's been developed and use it in Limadat But the fundamental way of teaching Tere is sacred. They don't mess with it. Yes. They had such ideas as making a bridge chumashim, a bridge sholonachs, a bridge to bridge. Just cut the faith a little bit, this, a little bit, this. Clip, well, not necessarily cliff notes, but cut out pieces. Cliff notes is 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 yes. some is a summary. This is take out the parts that you don't like or that you think kids won't understand. That you're not sensitive to against it. And one of their big issues was what they saw as the waste of time teaching children the Hebrew alphabet separately and the Hebrew vowels separately. Jews have been taught this way for thousands of years. Is Aleph, Bez, Gimel, Dalit, and then there's Comets, Patah, Sink, and then there's Comets, Aleph, Fall, and Patah, Aleph, Ah, and Comets, Bez, What a waste of time. What do they call it? They teach them the phonetics. They're doing it in the Goyesha schools. Forget about grammar, teach them phonetics. There's only 44 possible different sounds. That's what phonetics, I don't know much about phonetics, but they, they hack at shining so much on the radio, you can't miss it if you want to. You can teach the children for that. Even children who have been dyslexic, they, they can they can learn to read. Why this olive and then comments? They comments finished. Yeah. And the three they get about against it. Why? Because when a child says comments olive, boy creates a olive, and all ball ball does not create a olive. How do you know? How do you know? I trust them. That's all I know. I don't know. Point is, in Yiddishkeit, there's something very, very, very connected between the things that we do and the Kedushas that's inherent within them. And as a consequence, when you were young and you came home to your mother and say, Ma, how come you do it this way? There's a better and a more efficient way. And she tells it, if my mother did it, it's Nishkepashtamais. I'm not saying you shouldn't change, but you'd be surprised where her mother learned it from. And it's true in every aspect of our lives, the traditional way that Hebrew do things. The traditions are very deep and they're very holy, and the holiness sometimes is in the ritual itself. Comet Aleph all. Not only is the all important, the comet is important at Aleph, but there's a Kedusha in it. And specifically in words and letters, that ever says, because words and letters are real. The meaning behind Baruch is Ruchnius. But the letters, are real. You can almost say that they're physical. The Fidic Eben is my modem. And write about the idea that it's been proven, it's been substantiated, that when a person speaks words, those words exist forever. And they never stop. They create a current of air, which is a physical thing, and it moves. And it moves and it moves. It becomes so fine, perhaps, and so inter mingled so intertwined with other voices and sounds that they're impossible to discern but every word every Jew ever spoke contained in Mitras is still speaking she kept off what the Latin is my mother 
This is the Indian. You, you, you bring into the air words and letters of Kedusha and Tare, and they're forever. The ideas are there while you're engrossed in them, but the words, the Kedusha is in the words. And this is a very, very difficult lesson for us to learn because we're, we're sophisticated people, we're enlightened, we're modern. And we want to understand, they want to feel. And the whole couple of little thing is hard for us. The whole idea, what's the difference if I say the words, if I read them? Why not to say the words in my lips? It's a waste of time. I don't pronounce it correctly. I'm embarrassing myself. And the answer is because the English is in other words. So the Fidi can never said, you want to cleanse the area or purify the atmosphere. You don't do it simply. Being a yid, learning the dimensions, you do it by saying the letters and the words. The only see is Because the letters and the words that we do are real. And they're forever in the physical world. And that's the German idea. And I want to give you an example. If somebody wants to say something, you can say it now. One of the interesting examples. The Tzavak Tzedek has a mind on Chuba in Derek Bat Yosef. There's a concept in 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 Svarim in Abayin Yoyne called Chuba's Hamishkol. Let's go. Chuba's Hamishkol means the Chuba that weighs. Like a, like a two-sided scale. The concept of tshuva mishkal is that tshuva has to be mida keneged mida, mishkal keneged mishkal. Just as he did the aveda, the mitzvah has the tshuva has to be equal enough to the same energy has to be invested. Now aveda has to be invested in the tshuva. We all do avedas with passion. Nobody does avedas kalt and hate. If it's cold, we wouldn't bother. We do avedas because we're passionate. I would have met him, but some people have heard of him. They say he walks the streets. Some days even at the Tran Heights, but you may have heard about him. So we do have Vedas if we're excited. But when we do have Vedas, we act on the excitement. We don't just get excited, they're going to sleep. We do something. So the Rebbe said, we do Shuba, that Shuba has to be the equal and opposite of the Aveda itself. And he says, just like an Aveda has two palms, the deed and the emotion, the mice and the kavana, the behavior and the intent, the spirit and the shamba behind it. The tshuva must also encompass two ideas, the act of the tshuva and the passion of the tshuva. How do you reverse the passion of the Aveda to the passion of tshuva? When it first does tshuva, they have emotion, they're upset, they're frustrated, they're disappointed, they're saddened. The, the negative energy is a cleansing. When a person breaks his heart, he, he cleanses himself. And in our generation, are very, very makele of this mitzvah. And faked, the more makele, the more machmen, the mitzvah of simcha, which is for us, Mamashadeh, I said. But nevertheless, the pain, the frustration of Aveda is a cleansing, as we know from personal experience. We actually you reverse the emotion of the sin with the emotion of truth, and they have to be equal and opposites. The same kind of passion invested in the Aveda is invested in the reverse. But the Tzema is all about the act. I did something wrong, I created something. And the answer is, you need to counter the action with an action. And what is that? Confess. And even though confession is only verbal, you're not doing something, you're saying words, but at the saying word is considered a deed. The point being that you cannot confess in your thought, you have to say the words of the confession, because according to Tate, when you say words, you've created a thing that exists in the physical world. And like the Peter Gabriel says, it is my modern, and today it's been substantiated by all the physicists and all the people who study these things. Every word, every spoke of civilizations, that's how they speak. 
you'd have to have a special kind of machine to go find it, to chase it, to track it down and get it. But every word, every said still exists. I know where it exists. And this is the end of the Bible Shalman in Abinah, at some place floating around this world. Well, maybe the words are bouncing each other around and they're using the same air more than once or twice or three times. But if someone said a word, those words are still fluttering around. And when Cain said to the Hebrews, the first Paul Chulet, they can't forgive me. Those words also floating around the Ebesha forever and ever and ever. And this is the idea. He comes to a place that the feet of him. And the house is this canine, the air is not pure. So you can live because it's air. But you have to pure. Bring words of air. And the Ebesha when you do Chulet, and you confess, and you say the words, those words become the action against an action to remove the mice of the abed. Of course, there's more aspects. There's removing it from here on. There's removing it retroactively. There's retrieving the energy and so on. But this is the basic kingdom. So this is what the Rebbe is saying does. That you come to, we all need air. We all need an environment. We call it a community. Community. We live in a community. There are people in this world who would like us to believe that we don't live in communities. We're a bunch of islands, a bunch of inter- independent people who happen to coexist, but each one of us puts up a fence. Your man has nothing to do with his neighbor, doesn't even know his name. And he just hangs up a sign, mind your own business. Do not trespass. And don't put on a boombox at two in the morning. It's the script of America. But Clip of America looks at it as justice. I don't bother you, you don't bother me. And the big Yavis is called Midas Deib. The big Yavis is called Midas Deib. But in any case, Sadoim, the people of Sadoim were very, very honorable. They didn't take for anybody else. But God forbid to give. I should give you? You don't have cheerful. That was Sadoim. They were equity. They were Republicans. Uh, they had no democratic party to balance them out. They were strict Republicans. This is what happens when you take an extreme. Uh, anyway, the point is that the words that we say create an alternative to the Avera that we did that corrects it. Now then, I'm saying words cleanses the others. Does anybody want to say something? Or I'm going to read the next entry. Yes. Down on the edge of the earth. How did you get up at Teaching the children simply to say all bovol without the exercise of comments out of all. That's all. That the way they learned that there's just the three to get abiyat. We learn the letter separately and then the kudus separately with it. In modern school, they don't do that. They teach them the letters with the kudus. So they save time. It is, it is more efficient. And if Hebrew was simply a language, they'd be correct. They save time. The kids learn it better. They're less confused. The way we teach the children is actually harder for the children. They're right. But there's more pedagogy than learning the language. That's the point. This condition. So let's begin the next entry. We don't want to waste the time. We'll, of course, have to leave. We'll do this mention next week. But then either we'll arrive happen and read it. So the the people who were trying to tell you what they ever meant when they made that Yerim points out, hey Tavis, spoke about Mashiach. Yud Beis Tavis, if you remember in Tavshin Memzayim, we had a week, hey Tavis lasted a week from hey Tavis to Yud Beis Tavis. It's also a very interesting Yerim 
Now, in the year 1888, really it's 1887 my father that the accompaniment of the whole, with a lot of people. I mean, Gans Lubavitch was a... There's more people in the 70s than really like Gans Lubavitch. Whoever lived in Lubavitch was a real tiny village. Lubavitch to the big show. And the Hemshech was that afterwards he had to make a Kiddush in his home. They'd make a big ceremony, they'd bring him to the big show, and then he had to make a Kiddush, and the Kiddush was in his home. And all the Lubavitch I mean the people who lived in Lubavitch, I don't mean the Lubavitch Hasidim, came to that Kiddush. Then said the We've talked about this numerous times. I believe that we're going to talk about it in now again. At the end of his words were, Even men or people who are intellectuals. And in Toymata that are present here, and now in this era, the boy said this is almost 120 years ago. What's he way before World War One? Way before the China and Russian war, before the Japanese decided they want to take over the world, before they got smart. 1888, so a long time ago. Says that ever we have to put, even those of us are intelligent, to put aside their intelligence, their wisdom. Not trust, not follow reason and understanding in how they choose to live their lives, how they live their lives, in fact. It's conceivable you trust your mind, you can mislead yourself. The end will be very bitter. And therefore, you have to put aside your intelligence and serve Hashem with our good friend, or not that good friend, Kapolosayim. This is most critical at this time, the time of the Elam Mashiach. We mustn't follow our minds. And our understanding and our knowledge, instead, to practice and to fulfill between us, the word three was a three translations sincerely, seriously, and wholly. Holy with, with WH. And we have more of truth and simple faith, but the case all got of it with of this we'll talk about next week, but what's the Nikud here? And the Nikud is that we don't live in an age where you cannot be any more reasonable about it, and you have to do things with a couple of sales. I'll say one detail, and it was we'll talk about next week. This episode is related in the introduction to the Kunter Somayat. In that introduction is a very famous letter from the Rebbe Rashab, the same person who is being quoted here, that he said 15 years approximately after this Sikha, this Maimit, in the open time, there was a concept called Seydabirudim. Seydabirudim means essentially, what's my mission in this world? Every Yishama comes into this world has a job. Your job is to be a Malamid, my job is to be a Chvezdet Vos, a Shumik, another person's job, Chanech was a Shumik, by the way. Chanech and Rubish. Another secret. And it's good to know the secret, so you know what Yishama is in this world. 
those who offer a fortune go to the Rebbe, he tells you a job, you go out and do it too. So the Rebbe Nashab said about 100 years ago, we no longer know the same Rebbe. When he said we, he didn't mean me and you. He meant the Rebbe. Why? Because the sparks of godliness that are outstanding, that are still remaining, to Mashiach are so small. It's impossible to know which spark belongs to the whole world. The key is, you have a good opportunity, do a good thing. The fact that it came to your hand, the fact that it came to your hand, it's self proof that you should elevate this spark. And not trying to figure out what our mission is to do, whatever it comes to the hand. And this is connected with this idea that our point of Hashem has to do with a couple of sales with the reason. And I'll tell you about that. I heard it from the person himself, but I'm going to say it without names. A younger man got married. And he was a very Hashri on the month. He's still the Hashri on the month. And he had written to the Rebbe about his partner. So and the Rebbe had told him, in effect, they should go into business. Let's go back many years. His father was a big Hashri. And his father was a little bit surprised. And this younger man wasn't told by the Rebbe to go into business because he was a grub young who was trying to avoid Shlikas. He was a Tzaddik. We asked them what they ever told them. Believe me, it, it, it was my little man. There was no ego involved in this decision. They never told him to go into business, whatever it was. Okay. So his father went into the Rebbe. And he said to the Rebbe, I understand that you advised my son, Kakbakar. But perhaps, Efshin, it does lead Zainabirudim. His commentary was maybe his, his point was, come on, Rebbe, then. <laughs> He was such a special young man. He's going to end up doing this? You know, or maybe you should do something different to him. They never told him like this. And by the way, all this was all with terrific respect. Don't misunderstand. There's no chutzpah here. So the Nebuchadnezzar said this. The Nebuchadnezzar gives out to them first statement to say that we do it. The Nebuchadnezzar said he doesn't understand the idea that every person has a separate shlifts. I certainly don't know I say that we do but if I told you that you should do it like this, then you should do it like this. And but they didn't say if I said, as men, the royal we, if they, if the collective we said, you know, it's a groaner always, always tells the story that he was given once by the Rebbe a shlichus. And the Rebbe told him, when you finish this shlichus, then you do this. When he finished the shlichus, he came into the Rebbe, and the Rebbe told him something different. So he said to the Rebbe that when the Rebbe gave me the first shlich, as he said that when I finish the first shlich, I should do this. So the Rebbe said, I told you to do this? He said, yeah, two as Do what I told you the first time. Anyway, behind. We'll continue.